drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Touch, touch, touchdown, Detroit Lions! Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Eric Oakry, coming off a of Thanksgiving holiday weekend. I'm sure you had tremendous food, time with family. We had some good football, some not so good. But we're not going to beat our football team up. We're not going to jump off the train for our lands. We're going to tell you, we're going to serve up some Kool-Aid as well as get into maybe what happened on this ball game on Turkey Day and so much more. So the man is back. Chops at Chops in the D is here to talk some Lions. He's got some explaining to do about his quarterback. We might talk about the Wolverines a little bit. We've got a game to preview in Nolens. Um, it's going to be a great show. Chops, how you doing? Okri, what's going on, buddy? Hey, hope you had a great Thanksgiving and uh, got to either eat some good food, see some family, uh, watched a heck of a lot of football this weekend. Uh, some games obviously better than others, but uh, hope you and the people had a great turkey day. There's no question. I mean, I did, you did, and uh, so did the people. And the people consist of the millions chops like uh, before we we can get into little things about this ball game but all i know is that when thursday came you know i was so glad to have the long holiday extra days off the weekend everything i had the food all done up right. I, I've learned that I can't be around family and other people when the lands play on Thanksgiving. So I was ready to go, man. It couldn't have been a more perfect setup. I thought this was going to be an absolute beatdown. I thought we are going to outscore them. I thought we were more physical. I thought we were more talented. I thought we were healthier. And all that being said... We can get into all that or some of that or whatever, and I'm not worried about our football team at all, and I'll say why in a bit. But there's no other way to start off the show than, what's the matter with your quarterback? <laughs> He's turning the football over, what, six, seven times the last two ball games. He looks rattled. He's getting pressured. He's not protecting the ball when he's trying to run, which he should never do. I mean, everybody is on this hashtag golf train to talk about, but people are bailing because he's just got butter sticks with the football. He's throwing it to the wrong color jersey. I mean, take a couple minutes and just explain yourself, your quarterback, your boy, Jared Goff. What the heck's going on, man? Uh, I knew you were going to – I knew this would come up. I wasn't expecting <laughs> it to come up on the first first segment before we even get breaking down the plays. But listen – yeah, uh, look, I'll, okay, I'll start this off by saying Jared Goff needs to be better, okay? He has had two <laughs> horrendous games. Uh, in the last game against Chicago, he was able to make up for it and lead us to that amazing fourth-quarter comeback. 
but in this case, uh, it the, the the bad play and the three fumbles, you know, I mean, really, those were the the game changers. We lost by a touchdown, and you know, you can't turn the ball over like that. So, uh, so that, I'll start off by saying that. I will also follow that up by saying that our O line, I don't know what, I don't know who was wearing. Penny Sewell's jersey, who was wearing <laughs> Glasgow's jersey, who was wearing Frank Ragnasty's jersey, but the O-line was like Swiss cheese on Thanksgiving Day. And we said on this show, cheese was not allowed on Thanksgiving. So I don't <laughs> know what happened with the O-line, but I think Graham Glasgow got bleed on, beat on every single solitary play. Jared Goff had a 45% QB pressure rate on all of his dropbacks. That is insane. I think before they were averaging like five. So yeah, Goff needs time back there to make the right decisions. Does he need to protect the ball better when he's running or scrambling? Absolutely. Does he need to make better decisions at times with the ball? Absolutely. Did he still drop a couple of nice dimes down the stretch? Absolutely. Is he able to find Amon Ra, Khalif Raymond, Jamison Williams, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs? Yes, Absolutely, but he needs to be better. But that O line has to protect him better too. And to me, that was a big, big issue in this game. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. <laughs> I, I, I thought you'd probably come that route. Thanks, Beetlejuice. With, with it, I uh, and you also did just like six of our favorite players and gimmicks on the show, and you did none of the gimmicks for any of those players. So that's another spot against you. And, and again, I'm coming at you because this is a. A big part of this show, I, I've given this guy credit. He's played well. I'm willing to pay him X amount of dollars. And, and I, I continue to say this. I don't hate him. I don't. But it was rough. You know what else was rough, Choppy? And again, this isn't going to be a big negative show. This was a very bad game by this team. There's no reason they can't bounce back. I have said multiple times on here that I was getting a little worried, where, and I'm still a little worried, that Lions fans show up every week on Sports Talk Radio throughout the week, heading into games, being like, oh, this is another W. This is another W. I mean, we do it on this show because, uh, you, know, you know, we serve up that uh, delicious Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid for everybody. Drink it in, man. Double side of cornbread, of course. Cornbread! Cornbread! But you can't be walking into every single game talking about W's. We'll maybe get to that in a little bit. So this was just one of those games. Some of my family members and people were boo-hooing and, oh, here we go again. And, oh, you ruined my Thanksgiving. Why do they never win? And it's like, all I simply said was, like, this happens in football, especially choppy in the national football league. You hear me say it a lot. Uh, you just, any given Sunday, all the cliches. So I'm not overly worried, but one thing that does worry me the last couple weeks are well, two things, actually. The defense, especially the coverage, and not getting turnovers. We're turning it over and not getting our hands on football. Jared Goff has six picks, or not six picks, six turnovers the last two weeks. The Lions have 12 turnovers for the whole year, I think it is. like that. That's just insane. So we need to get turnovers and not turn it over and actually cover someone. That would be a nice change. Yeah, listen, I'm in the same boat as you, Okri. I'm not panicking. People, listen. This is still the brand new Lions. So if you are freaking out, if you are jumping off the bandwagon, if you're like, oh my God, it's going to collapse, then just get off the bandwagon. I don't even want Don't come at me with that bula bula, okay? Like, <laughs> this is the brand new Lions. We are eight and three. We are the exact same percentage to win the division as we were before Thanksgiving. We are the exact same percentage 
to make the playoffs as we were before this game. So stop freaking out. Stop going on the Twitterverse and just, you know, bashing and freaking out. And Oakry, same thing, man. Like when things are good, you know, people are kind of like, yeah, when, you know, as soon as something bad happens, the texts come flying, the DMs (laughs) start coming out. And it's like people like, where were you when we beat the Kansas city chiefs? You know, I didn't see any crap coming my way then, right? Where were you when we went into L.A. and we beat down the Chargers? Oh, nothing there. But we lose on Thanksgiving to the Packers, a divisional opponent with the quarterback who somehow decided he was going to get hot at the right time, at the right game, uh, who's been garbage all season. Then the DMs, then the texts, then the tweets all come out. And, you know, I'm I'm in the same boat as you, Ogre. Like, if you don't want to be there when we're doing riding high, then just get away from me because I don't want to be here. I don't want to take your crap when we have a bad game. And again, it's the NFL, right? The last time I checked, there's only one team in the entire league that only has one loss, people. And we are still second in the NFC. So get out of here with that junk. Don't panic. We're making the playoffs. We're hosting divisions. We are going to win playoff games. Nothing has changed. And if you feel like Chops is kind of coming at you, he's telling you to, to get in or get out, it's because he is, and he's done it before. I don't want your Bula Bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the <laughs> Goff train. You're off, bro. You're off. <laughs> he's done it with his quarterback. He'll do it with the haters. And I totally agree, man. There's just not the fans of this show. I mean, those are the loyal, diehard, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, positive, excited about this team. But there's a lot of miserable people out there, like you say, that weren't saying nothing when this team's rolling. And the minute they stumble, take an L, whatever, I, I'm getting all these messages. I'm getting people just uh, questioning, laughing it up, acting like, see, I told you so. And it's like, this is one loss, man. Uh, I'm looking at the thing. The thing that's crazy. It was 20-6 to six after the first quarter. 23-6 at half. Uh, and then the Lions decide to sort of wake up and, and get that touchdown. Then they give up a touchdown after that. Then they get another late touchdown, and they look like maybe we'll miraculously pull. But you can't rely on those late-game heroics uh, like they got the week before against psh, Chicago, Joey's squad. You know what I mean? Like, you should have shown up earlier. You could have run it more with Demo. Um, you know, I'm on raw with 9 for 95 again. Um, he, he's automatic, but the turnovers, the terrible coverage by J.U., you, you, R, R, Y, 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 Jerry Jacobs. And it's like, oh, but Jerry's trying so hard. He's been so good. It's like, yeah, Dan Campbell even said, oh, he was, when I went back and watched, it wasn't as bad. Like, it really doesn't matter if you're in close coverage and get beat or if you get beat by five yards. You got beat. They caught the football on you. They caught touchdowns on you. And it seemed to be 23 more often than not. Cam Sutton also was not good. Our safeties weren't very good. We got no pass rush, including this guy who we always talk about on this show. Unleash. He wasn't unleashed. I had the throwback on. I thought he was going to have two sacks and maybe a turnover. He was nowhere to be found. Um, so, yeah, there was lots of tough things all that went wrong in this ball game, along with the, the Packer receivers showing up out of nowhere, the quarterback playing great, um, their defense being opportunistic. So I just chalk it up as one of those days, moving on. Um but the Lions, they don't have a cupcake game coming up, so they're going to have to find a way to rebound again, and you're going to have to earn it for sure. 
Yeah, okay. Look, so the offense is ranked eighth still in the NFL, all right? And that's because of guys like my boy, Amon Ra. <laughs> and your boy, hashtag JMO Fast, is starting to come into his own. You still got the Sam Laporta supporters who, you know, five catches, 47 yards in a tug. Again, still rolling. You know, I think our rookies are still balling. Our offense is just fine. We needed to, you're right. We need to clean up the turnovers. That's the number one thing on offense. But Oakery, we got to get into this defense, man, because our defense is ranked 28th in the NFL. And man, I'm like scratching my head. I'm going back and I'm watching film and I cannot figure out what we are trying to do on defense. Like I want to, I'm going to pose a question to you after I finish this, you know, pseudo rant here, but like, (laughs) I don't understand what we're doing on the pass rush. I don't understand what we're doing in coverage. I don't like, it doesn't make sense to make it make sense. Okri, because I, the question I have to ask you is what is the issue here? Is it scheme? Is it personnel? Is it coaching? Like what is going on with this defense that we cannot stop anything? Yeah. I, before I answer your question, I mean, was that your attempt to, undo the mistake you made earlier and, and rewind and do all the nicknames that you just did. That was, that was your best attempt, right? Can you, can you give me the Amon Ra one more time? Well, you know, what I really want to do is I want to, I want to try to go for a stash from the ATL and go Amon Ra or something like that. But uh, he does it much better than me. Well, actually I was trying to get you to do it. Then I was going to do mine. Then I was going to hit you with the stash and ATL, but I'll just do him because he does it better than all of us anyway. Amon Ra. And he's actually called up multiple times since and actually done it better than that, if you can imagine. So he stashing the ATL is always doing big things on this show. Appreciate him for sure. Chaps, to answer your question, like to me, this is where it comes in. The Lions have to both stop the run, but they have to be like get disruption up front. You know, we we don't have Uber athletes. We kind of have big, bulky, try hard guys. And like when I was thinking about it recently, like we can't be dynamic or get after the quarterback when Charles has been nowhere. Romeo, where for art thou? Nowhere. His brother, same thing. You know, um, Josh Pascal hasn't been dynamic. He's more of a big edge setter type player. Um, Aleem's been nice in the middle, but it's like, you know, he's still getting nothing from big denim. It's like, where's the rush coming from? And then it falls back to the backers and the corners and safeties, which if you don't have any rush, they're going to get roasted, toasted, and extra crispy more often than not. So I think that's where it all starts is both there on defense. And like you said, all the excuses you made for your quarterback, like, yes, he needs perfect protection, a good run game to be able to do the play action and the wobbly throws downfield to get our offense going. So without the two trenches rolling the way we need to, like they did on Saturday for the Michigan Wolverines, um, this team isn't what we expect it to be. So they need to get the trenches back rolling and play solid football, but be a little more dynamic in rush and in pass protection. So that I, I, that was a whole lot of answer without really answering my question. I gave you three choices, Oakry. Which one is it? Is it personnel? Is it coaching? Or is it scheme? What's the biggest issue? Right now, like, you know, Aaron Glenn, AG, is getting all the heat. But 
I do think there's some scheme issues or maybe just uh, not dialing up aggressive enough maybe, but I still put it back on the actual players. Like I said, where's our bendy edge rusher that's just going to be faster and more athletic than the next guy? Look, I don't see him right now. You know, where's that dynamic linebacker that can get the ball out? Yeah, Fabio's been good. Now he's hurt for a while. But it's like, where's that guy? Where Where's the game changer at corner and safety? They're just... They're just guys right now. Even Cam Sutton getting exposed a little bit. So I I think it's more players and then it'd be scheme. And then, you know, we didn't even talk about the Dan Campbell just getting oddly aggressive. I know that we love his fourth downs, but like really we're fake doing a horrible fake punt in our own territory that basically cost us the football game. Like I'm still more for Dan Campbell aggressive over second guessing him, but to me, that was one you could just watch on TV and see it coming and then being like, oh, why we do that? That didn't even come close to working. So I think there's all three are culpable, but I ranked them for you. Players, scheme, coaches. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. They uh, So I, you know, I go up and down this lineup and I, you know, I see these names on these rosters and you think playmakers, right? Like Brian Branch, Tracy Walker, Anzalone's been good, Kirby Joseph, Ballhawk. You know, Sutton has, you know, had a couple of bad games here, but again, he's still Cam Sutton, like Hutchinson, like that guy's a baller, but I look up and down the line. I'm like QB hits this game. We had four of them. One from the defensive line. One, the other three came from guys in the secondary or the linebackers coming in. Like what tackle for losses. Same thing. One from Hutch on that same play. The other ones, Kirby Joseph and jury Jacobs. Like, how are we not penetrating on the line with the guys that we have? I don't understand. And then in the same breath, like, how are we not covering? I mean, again, Christian Watson was open all game. How is that possible? Like, I don't understand how your corner can play so soft and your safety can play. It's like they're, I don't even understand their scheme, right? Like, sometimes they go into man, but then they play like this deep man prevent coverage. It's almost like this bend don't break, but it keeps getting broken. So what do I just don't understand it. So, you know, I agree the player's got to play, but if, if Aaron Glenn has to make an adjustment if his scheme isn't working. And I'm so tired of hearing, you know, the last three seasons now, Aaron Glenn is a coach for a, a head coach candidate for this and this and this. I'm like, really, bro? Have you seen his defenses and how they've ranked? I mean, I love the guy. I love the attitude. I love the guy, the persona that you see on Hard Knocks. But <laughs> if you can't get our defense into at least the middle of the pack when we're spending assets on it in the draft, like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, Choppy, this is getting a little non-Kool-Aid like we didn't want to do, but we're getting all fired up because nobody likes losing ball games, especially on national TV on a holiday that we created um, with a team that we thought was going to steamroll the squad. So I'm with you on all that. But the other counterpoint is like my boy, Brian Branch, like I still love the guy. He still makes plays every game. Now he's getting a little bit more healthy, but we put him in Canton after two, three games. We, We wrote this guy as an all pro. Um, him, Jack Campbell's still figuring it out. Like some of these big bodies up front need some other guys to get in pressure so they can get pressure. Like there's a lot of things going on here that I think can get cleaned up and will get cleaned up. But it's like, you, you know, we get a little bit too high on young cats early. Like, Oh, Kerbo had all these picks. Like he's not going to get a pick every other game, you know, or, or, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers isn't out there to throw him the football all the time. So it's like, you know, a lot of it needs to get corrected, but let's just chalk this up to, Bad game, 
terrible by a quarterback, turn the ball over, can't cover, can't get after the quarterback, you're going to lose most of those ball games when all that kind of stuff all comes together. But, Chops, before we take a commercial break, man, I just I usually hit you with it up th- off the top, but of course I had to give you grief about your quarterback because you come on here, you tout him, you want to pay him fifty million. So when he messes up, of course I gotta I gotta bring it up first and foremost. But some days we start off the show with news and notes. I mean, you want to hit the people and things going on with this football team. You're probably gonna even sneak in like a hashtag. Uh, you know, choppy hockey. I mean, again, I'll have the sound bites ready if you want to talk about the college squad that did their thing. I mean, what, what kind of other stuff's going on with this team before we get our great sponsors in here? Yeah, before we move into that, okay, I just wanted to make one one point that you know I want to emphasize one point that you made. So uh, I all I said I said what I said, yet I still believe in this team. And you made a very good point. We're still very young on the defensive side of the ball, right? So like these guys are going to have some growing pains. And, you know, they're going to have their ups and their downs. And this was definitely a down. Um, But there's still a ton of potential on this roster with these players. Um, So, you know, I don't want to uh, I don't want people to think that we've stopped serving up the Kool-Aid because we're asking some questions, some tough questions here. You know, that's that's part of our responsibility as as loyal, diehard fans is when things are going right, we're going to bring up some stuff. So but good point by you. They're young. They're still up and coming. I haven't lost any faith in this squad. Um, so the, the Kool-Aid is still flowing, but yes, let's move into a little bit of news and notes here. And I want to start off my news and notes and I, okay, you're probably, you might have to get the bleeping sound ready because I am absolutely <laughs> fired up about this ridiculous fine that they gave to my boy. I'm on raw <laughs> for literally blocking a player on a run play, literally blocking. And by the way, the defensive player put his hands up in Amon Ra's face. And Amon Ra gets fined 5% of his annual paycheck by the No Fun League. Are you kidding me? Roger Goodell, whoever is responsible for this fine, uh, my guy, for literally blocking a guy, is ridiculous. So I want to reverse. I demand that the NFL go on notice and get this money back to my guy because he only makes a million bucks a year and you had to take 50K out of his pocket. It's unacceptable. Okay, good rant. Uh, the only counterpoint is that that for Amon Ra is like somebody finding us ten dollars and, and us being upset. I mean, he does make a million plus. He will make tens of millions, hundreds of millions, probably throughout his career. So I think he's going to be okay. But I agree, don't don't do that to our guy, especially on some garbage like that. But I, I really wasn't hurt for him too much. I think he's going to be all right financially. Uh, he'll be okay, but again, that's f- five. Okri, it's five percent of his pay. I mean, that's. I get it. Yes, he makes a million bucks, all right? But it, it, when it comes down to it, you, and again, that's a million bucks before taxes too, by the way. So now you're talking about taking Choppy. another 50K keep, out of his pocket. So go, I go to a, he'll be Go fine. to a hockey take or something because I'm sure he makes 50, you know, 20 million off the field. So I uh, get you, but. Okay, well, it's still ridiculous and TJ Watt agrees with me. So moving on. <laughs> all right. I also want to point out to the Kool-Aid fans, everybody take a breath. Everybody be ready and be thankful for Sheila the Hamp because this is the three-year anniversary (laughs) of the dismissal of Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. So God bless Sheila the Hamp three years ago on this date uh, or or yesterday of dismissing those bums and bringing in 
That's right. Play the music, baby. Bringing in Brad, always open for business homes, and Dan freaking Campbell. Yes! We'll celebrate that all day long, Choppy, no doubt. Yep. Drink it in, drink it in. And while we're celebrating Oakry, you might as well cue it up because you knew this was coming. People, listen, I know you listen to this podcast to hear about the Detroit Lions, but I am not going to take the opportunity to miss a chance to take a jab at the team down south from Ohio, taking a beat down for the third year in a row to the Maize Blue, three years in a row, the Wolverines are headed back to Indy again for the third straight time. We're going to take care of business in Indy, and we are going to be the first team in Big Ten history to make the college football playoff three straight years. So hail to the victors. Hashtag go blue. Buckeyes, you suck. Hey, listen. Ohio State sucks. Ohio State is vanquished. Vanquished again. What a football game from top to bottom. That that was probably like a top five sporting event, football game moment in my sporting life, man. That, that was just incredible on so many levels, man. Go blue, showed the toughness, balled out, and when it was all said and done, when it was time to make a play, we made the play, we got the dub and the victory. Go blue. Yeah, such a such a fantastic game. Uh, a lot of my buddies were at the game. Um, he said it was the craziest thing when Zach Zenner went down, and like the the stadium was just silent. And there, you know, he's like, you could hear a pin drop in that stadium. 100, 110,000 people, dead silence. And they get him going, and Zach raises his hand in the air, and they start chanting, "Let's go, Zach." Let's go, Zach. And it was like, it just hyped everybody up. Everyone looked in each other's eyes. Win this one for Zach. And what happens on the very next play is Blake Corum, number two, takes it right to the house and just puts it away. And, oh, just just a great, great game. Stormed the field at the end of the game. An interception to end it. Just a fantastic day for the Maize and Blue. That was the best game of the weekend. All weekend, I know there was tons of rivalries going on. There was Turkey Day games. There was Friday games at Ford Field. There were Saturday games. There was that was the best game of the weekend. So, what more else to say is, woo! Oh, it's back, ladies and gentlemen. We've uh, we've tried all we can on mics and setups, and chops us back to some type of setup over there. That that was the cleanest we've had in a while. But uh, when the mics aren't working, we just play this. Woo! Hashtag Choppy Liking. <laughs> so we're covered either way. Chops, you got anything else for the people? Uh, listen, I know, we're, I know we're going long. I got. I would be remorse, too, if I don't throw in a little hashtag Choppy Hockey. The Red Wings are on a three-game winning streak. We're beating up on the top teams in the East, and we just signed Patrick Kane. I know he's coming off an injury. He's coming off this surgery that's ended a couple of careers. But I would love to see this guy on a line with his buddy, the cat, Alex DeBrinkett. And uh, this tells me that the Iser plan is in place and we're ready to make the playoffs this year. So let's go, Red Wings. Chops, I don't care if we're going long. What's going on? Here's my 10-minute breakdown of the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> 
that that's the take. Uh, I got I got nothing <laughs> else right now on that. So everybody, um, I I know we got a little fired up about this loss to Green Bay. We got going on all types of tangents and whatnot. But please give our sponsors a listen. Come back. Give a rapid fire, quick shout outs to the great listeners as well as people repping the show. And then chops, we got to break down a big ball game, a road game. The Detroit Lions heading down to play the New Orleans Saints, Dan Campbell's old team. Lots of intrigue in this game. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it as only we can. Everybody, we'll be right back. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back. Thank you so much for those sponsors. That really helps out the show. It helps if you go check us out on Spotify. We can't thank the people enough that have always supported this show, that go above and beyond, that hit us up on Twitter. You can find me at Derek Oakery. Find my boy Chops at Chops in the D. You can't forget that one. Always serving up Kool-Aid and cornbread. Drink it in, man. Cornbread! Cornbread! So before we get to this preview of the Saints, like again, I just want to shout out. I feel like sometimes the real diehard people that help share the show, laugh it up with us. I kind of don't give them all the love sometimes. And I just wanted to shout out quickly JP1077. Gosh, the guy is always repping us as well as always out and about with the, with the Lions fans and doing his thing. And he's just a great dude. Uh, Skip in the ATL, man. Gosh, you're just such a, a great Kool-Aid drinker repping down in Atlanta down there and uh, always appreciate you just uh, supporting. I got the tuna on my list. He's always uh, repping. He got in a few of my fantasy leagues. We're having some fun with all that. All you on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast fantasy league. It's coming playoff time. You know, I happen to be at the top of the standings. I did just lose Jonathan Taylor. Chops was hoping, I was hoping he was going to be last place, but he scrapped and clawed. He's kind of up there, but if he faces me or anybody good, he'll probably get bounced in the playoffs. That's kind of what happens. Um, But that's been really fun in this year. A lot of you competing, a lot of newcomers in that league that have been showing up big too. So that's been fun. Um, You know, we talked about those Wolverines, so we got to shout it out to Go blue lexi 117 she's talking noise and she can for a whole nother calendar year because our michigan wolverines did this to ohio state ohio state is vanquished don't forget it and my last one job right before we got recording here i got a follow from get this one the roar lord on twitter 
What a, what a great name. R-O-A-R, Lord. The Roar Lord. I mean, that's that's quality right there. Yeah, that's a nice handle. I like I like that I like that a lot there. Um <clears throat> that's uh you know that's always a good good always good to shout out the people of course, the loyal uh loyal listeners. Again, we really appreciate it when you retweet the show, when you listen to us on Spotify, um you listen to our sponsors. It means a lot to us. Um I've only got one shout out here. Again, it's so hard to narrow it down because I got such a big list, but uh Kyle Fisher at Fish Go Blue 1. Uh, Kyle has been uh, retweeting, actually retweeted the show last week. Um, he's, you know, reposting a lot of takes on Lions, on Red Wings, of course, on Michigan with that handle. So Kyle Fisher, uh, really appreciate all the uh, loyal Detroit Kool-Aid love that you're giving uh, to the show and to uh, to the the people on the uh, Twitterverse. So just, keep just it up, real big quick, guy. Real, real quick with Kyle. He's not like retweeting your stuff, is he? Because that wouldn't be good for him or for anybody. He's not like uh, pumping he out your content, right? My stuff. He's oh. retweeting my content. He's re- he retweeted the show, Okri. So don't oh. be dogging on him. Oh, so. I mean, I like that. It's just like some of your random takes. Like I wouldn't be hitting repost on some of those. I'm just just saying, you know. I mean, I, I'm looking at some of the things that you've reposted that I posted too. So uh, you better be careful what you say there, buddy. <laughs> just saying, man. Just saying. What else you got? Uh, was, it, was that it? You back to me now? I think we got the shout outs in Okri. That's uh, that's <laughs> what we had for today. But I think we got a big game to preview here. We've been uh, we've been hemming and hawing back and forth. We lived a little in the past. We're shouting out the the present, and now it's time to get into the future. Let's talk about the Saints preview. So, you know, I'm not a guy that really you know pulls up all these stats. Unlike the guy on the other end of the line for this show, you know, I go by feel. I go, I let my eyes tell me what's going to happen. I, I, we both know football. So, like, when I was thinking about this game, I'm just like, man, Superdome is a hard place to play. But the reason I, I'm not as worried about that is because we have Dan freaking Campbell, which, like, not only did he used to coach there and he knows all about that place, but I've said it before. Dan Campbell isn't scared of nothing. Dan Campbell loves the rowdy stadiums. He loves the big moments. He wants the lights on his football team. He wants more pressure, the better is how this guy operates. So I think it's going to be a rowdy environment, which normally would be tough for the Lions, but not with Dan Campbell leading the charge. And and for me, the Saints are a good football team. Um, I feel like I said earlier, the Lions need to find a way to create turnovers and chops. You want to know a way to create turnovers? You want to know? play Derek Carr you play Derek Carr exactly that's exactly what I was gonna say and and you said it so this guy's a turnover machine you just put a quarter in and you get three turnovers back from this guy he just put you just pull the lever and it happens so I assume that's gonna happen multiple times in this ball game I mean we we just need to play better and get playmakers on defense I mean I got other things to say but what do you got in this ball game Mr. Stats Analytics I mean I've got a post here from Tim Twentyman the Lions you know beat writer I guess you would call him or the in-house guy Tim Twentyman always pretty legit dude always putting out good content and whatnot he's putting out his ratings comparison I'm sure you have this memorized but if you don't I could drop a little numbers on you if you want to go that route well, I mean, look, you're on a roll. You go ahead and tell. Listen, people don't. Do the people want to listen to me, or do they want to listen to Tim Twentyman? I mean, 
he's probably got it laid out much better than I do. So uh, go ahead and give it to me and the people. Chops, the numbers that jump out to me, man, is so the the Detroit Lions defense. I think you put him, you know, towards the bottom. He's got him here 24th in points per game on defense. He's got him 20th in passing defense. Uh, he's got him 26th in takeaways. But then when you go to offense for the Lions, even though your boy's been struggling, you know, points per game, 7th, total offense, 2, um, you know, 3rd in passing. Even, you know, it doesn't account for wobbly, awkward-looking spirals or bad deep balls. Like, third in passing for JG and company. Like, it just seems to be a tale of two halves. Like, Dan Campbell leans on the offense, and those numbers say why. And then our defense was good early, stopping the run, getting turnovers, playing a little sticky in coverage. Now they're just like years before where we can't cover a coffee table. So, those are the numbers that jump out to me, but... I mean, like you say, you look at New Orleans, I mean, they're 23rd in rushing defense. So you think that our boy, the multidimensional, positionless, elite weapon, Jameer Gibbs, as well as, what, what do you call our other running back again? That's Demo, right? Nah, 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 nah. I, I, I went to the dark side and called him Demo just for you because it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, welcome. But really what his name is, D-Money. Uh, so, and looking at New Orleans on offense, like, you know, they got guys injured. They got nobody really on the outside. I mean, we're looking at like 21st and third down offense. I'm looking at... 18th in points per game, 19th in rushing with our boy Jamal down there and Dan Campbell's favorite, AK. Um, you know, 29th in red zone efficiency. Like, to me, this is just a the Lions are indoors. I don't care how rowdy you are. Can we not go down there and get this offense humming and play half a tick, play half as well as we did earlier on defense and, and, and win this ball game? I stand it. I think we can. I think we can too, Okri. And uh, my only counter to, you know, what you said of, you know, what can turn a defense around play Derek Carr. Um, you know, what could, ter- what can turn an offense around? Uh, some may say play the Lions defense, but I think this is the game where we start to turn it around. Uh, Derek Carr doesn't scare me. Um, yes, I know it's AK. Yes, I know it's Chris Olave. Um, but I think there's some big, big things to look at here. So we are currently a four point favorite. Uh, so Vegas doesn't lie. Uh, they think that we've got this team by four points. Um, the over under is set at 45. Again, I don't know why we, the lions keep getting these low over under numbers. Like I think they've hit the over every time. So, uh, if you want to do hashtag what choppy said with a little gambling <laughs> site there, you may want to hit the over on the 45 cause you uh, come out a winner coming. almost every time the choppy said it cause hashtag choppy said so. <laughs> and the other big thing is injuries, right? To me again, Alave questionable cam Jordan. On the defensive line, questionable. Um, Shahid, another wide receiver weapon, questionable. So this defense has an opportunity to step up, and they will have no excuses if they don't, okay? Jamal Williams is not David Montgomery, okay? 
You know, he's not the Jamal Williams of last year either. The guy Swag. is not putting up nearly the numbers. So, yes, I used his full name because I had already used the gimmick. So, yes, I called him David Montgomery. Um, but listen, this this is an opportunity, right? I think we we go into New Orleans. Like you said, it's not an easy place to go play. Uh, but there is no reason why this offense, offense can't just come out clicking. Um, we're healthy. We're, this team is healthy. Okay, how many times do we go but thinking back like, oh, I wish we just had we're healthy. We are healthy. We have one starter uh, that is questionable in Jonah Jackson. And yes, I know we're missing CJGJ, but we're healthy, man, uh, in, in NFL terms. So let's just go down to, to, to Noel and kick some butt. Well, part of what you said about the scores, Chops, because you come on here every week and say, like, it's going to be 38 to 10. I mean, uh, that's that's why you always think it's going to be the over, because you got to score in 35-plus every week, no matter what, what the circumstances. So that's that's not reality in the league. But, I mean, we, we need to get clicking. We've had two, three-plus bad games, kind of clunky games offensively. Um, we have good skill players. I mean, you had, I think I texted you and I was like, that's my favorite JMO catch of his career. When he came across, snatched it with his hands. And the guy is just, he's just two times faster than anybody else on the field. Hashtag JMO fast. I mean, it's, it's, you can't miss it on the eye test. And to see him pluck the ball out of the air was tremendous. We need to see more of that. We need to, I don't know, maybe get him the football more than two, three times a game. That'd be nice as well. Uh, but spread him out. Get him going offensively. Jury, you need to tighten up. <laughs> Sutton, you need to get more hands on the football if we're going to pay you $10, $12 million a year. Tracy Walker, I've stood up for you year after year, and sure, you make tackles and you 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 hit people hard occasionally. Can you get your hands on a football or make a dynamic play? Because I'd like that. Kerbo, same thing. You 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 have a knack for the football, but we need to have that show up because your tackling and other things are a little bit suspect at times. So there's some definite players that need to show up on defense. And I know you said we're healthy chops. But I don't know if you missed it earlier when I said Fabio is going to be out for a while. That's our middle linebacker. That's the captain of our defense. That's the guy. So you're going to be putting Jack Campbell, Derek Barnes, and and probably Rodrigo. That was the uh, that was the live version. Here's the sound drop. Rodrigo, Rodrigo, going from tight end, probably back to linebacker for some snaps. So we do have some injury issues, but. I don't know why we wouldn't be able to overcome and get it done. So did you throw out a score? I was kind of asleep when you were doing your take. Yeah, no, <laughs> listen, I'll hit the buzzer when I'm ready to give a score here um, <laughs> because I know usually you just tune it out. But uh, I, I will give you the score, Oakry. I've got this as a six-point dubski for the Lions, 27 to 21. Hit the over, cover the spread, and beat the Saints in their backyard. Woo! Hashtag choppy liking. Woo! And that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold sets up. You should have jumped in right there and 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 said what hashtag what choppy said. So, but uh, I. I don't know, man. Like, of course, I'm going to, like, chalk this up for the Lions because I've been drinking some of that Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid during the show. But I, I think it's another road game. They need to they need to reverse course. 
Dan Campbell's always alpha confident about everything getting fixed and we're not worried I'll have them ready. I mean, you just have to take his word for it. So I, I think it's going to be a clunky game for the Saints across the board, but they'll make some plays depending on who's up and who's down for them offensively. Um, they have some ballers. They've got a few players I'm worried about on defense. So I see this as like a 27 24 a three-point game and uh, I don't know if this is a last second field goal by the Lions or maybe they get up and hang on late but it's gonna be tight it's gonna be a tight game I think there's no gonna be walking out and beating them by 10 plus that ain't gonna happen um, but Detroit has to come back with a victory there's no question about that and I'm pretty confident that they can will they you gotta show up and do it in the National Football League yeah, uh, listen, I agree with everything you said right there. There's no reason why we can't just pound the pound the rock right down their throats, like with with the with thunder and lightning, man. Because let Jared Goff throw when he needs to throw, but let's let this offensive line have a good bounce back game. Let's dominate the trenches. Let's open up the holes, and let's just let these two guys go at, go to town in the run game. And um, and again, you know, I. I I don't see why we can't put up three touchdowns. Like we should be able to score 27 points and we should be able to hold them to 21 points. Like I said, um, I think it's going to be close to, I think this game, you know, like I said, I think I've only got it as a six point win. So that means that there's going to be a, probably a time at the end of the game where the New Orleans saints are driving the driving the field with a chance to win it with a tug and somebody's going to make a big play. Maybe it's hutch. Maybe it's Kerbo. Maybe it's uh you know, your boy, Tracy Walker, but someone's going to make a big play at the end of the game to end a drive on Derek Carr. You know, probably going to be a Derek Carr interception if I got to you know, really put it out there and go real specific. But uh, someone's going to make a big play on the last drive against the New Orleans Saints offense uh, for the Lions this week, and it's going to seal the victory. Chops, it sounds familiar, like that team down south having a chance to drive down the football field. Ohio State is vanquished. They make a few plays. Ohio State is vanquished. They get close. Ohio State is vanquished. And all of a sudden, they realize who they are. They turn the football game over. And the team up north, the tougher team, the bigger team, the nastier team, wins the football game. Hey, listen. Ohio State sucks. And so do the Saints. Everybody, let's get this dub, drink that Kool-Aid, double-sided cornbread, and we'll catch you next time right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Okay, everybody, we're out. Hashtag what Choppy said. Pack the bag, start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in.